Welcome to the Owls on Culture podcast, where two generations of owls, Michael the dad, me, and Hank the son, discuss the latest in movies, plays, books, video games, and more. That's that for... was about as good as Chris Chim- Chibnall's writing. Dang. Oh, man, just firing right from the beginning. All right, so Great. guess what, guys? <laughs> <laughs> we, Great. This is the Doctor Who recap show. We did not do a great job of being consistent with our Doctor Who uh, episode reviews and posts. I think we Most were. of that is my fault. And some, so we had some uh, equipment errors as well and some uh, posting errors as well. But we're here to make up for it all in this one brief Doctor Who recap show. Brief? I don't think we talked about the length of it before. It's going to need to be brief. We got to keep our got to keep things crisp for our audience. Uh, so this was a big season, right? What year was this? Season eleven, I guess. As far as season like the, eleven. Well, it was year twenty eighteen, but there we go. Season eleven. Season eleven. Uh, a big change this year, right? Yeah. Was the new theme song. <laughs> What's yeah. the new theme song? No, of course we had a female doctor. Da, da, yeah, da, da. woohoo! Uh, Jodie Whittaker, awesome actress, Broadchurch actor, many other things. Uh, a great actor. Yeah. However, <laughs> someone I, made some mistakes on the writing. I mean, probably a lot of people, but yeah, it was not a. Uh, and I don't. This is not going to be a bashing show. We're not doing that. It's very easy to bash things. It's Wait, so we weren't? easier. No, we're not. <laughs> No, we're not. I didn't get that memo. We're going <laughs> to yeah. uh, talk to your assistant. It was on her desk. <laughs> um, so, like, yeah, I don't want to bash it. I, did, I didn't love this season. I'll just go ahead and say that right now. I was disappointed in this season, but I did see signs that it was getting better. And, uh, you know, that's my overall kind of opinion. Hank, what was yours? My overall opinion was that the acting was great. And, like, yeah. so was, like, the... I guess directing. Yep. I just think the writing needed to be a lot better. Yeah, and so in what way? When you say better, is there anything that comes to mind immediately? Like, what do you mean by better? That's so general, it's hard to... Part of it felt... If they were listening to this, what could we say that actually helped them? A Part of it felt a little uh, cliched. I'm going to go to the episode Rosa. Yeah. Or the final scene, it played some kind of like pop song sole purpose was inspiration when in earlier seasons of doctor who it would have been like classical music and like the song was like stand up to oppressor yeah it was very very poppy very on the nose it didn't leave well, one of the things about doctor who is generally they leave uh, a decent bit up to the audience to kind of figure out and kind of add their own thing and this felt very on the nose and we talked about it before in that episode so we don't want to don't want to focus too much on it now, but yeah, that, that kind of set the tone for I don't say manipulation because that's is what art is is they're you know manipulating you into feeling things or thinking things or both. Uh, but it felt really on the nose and not not all that enjoyable. But I think that was just kind of like just part of like the whole season that just didn't feel very exciting. Every episode just kind of felt like oh, oh you know the whole hummy. It didn't feel like there was like uh, the stakes were high enough or it wasn't important. Um, but I do, I do want to talk. Let's talk about some positive things, though. 
And let's talk about the companions. And so tell me, who was your favorite companion? Because this was also a difference this uh, year. Instead of one companion, there were four. Right? Graham. I found Graham hilarious. And tell me who Graham is. Graham is... Oh, I can't remember. I can't remember who... He's the grandfather. Yeah. One of the main characters. He's the grandfather of another companion, yeah. Yep. And his wife died in the first episode. That's right. Also, it just seems he's very hilarious because he was clearly, obviously, like a normal person in this completely weird adventure. When everyone else was kind of accepting, he was kind of like, "Whoa, there, partner." Well, he's a, he and he's the older character, right? He's, yeah, you know, in his sixties at least, possibly nah, not seventies. He's definitely in the sixties though. So he's kind of the older character. So he brings kind of that point of view to it. Uh, how did you mean? Like he was. Um, I think they're all pretty normal. I mean, they're all just, they're all taken, it's all a fish out of water thing for the companions. Oh, yeah, you know? it, all, it all is. But they like seemed more like accepting of, oh, this is normal. But he was like, mm-hmm, no, <laughs> no, no. Yeah, no. I don't know. I, I, I liked him a lot also, uh, mainly because he brought this kind of wisdom to everything that we didn't see. I felt like we only saw flashes of from the doctor. You know, I, I don't know if it was just the way um, she was written personality-wise, but it felt, you know, the moments in Doctor Who that, that made me fall in love with it was when you had this kind of surface glib character, you know, very kind, very gentle, you know, just very personable. And then every now and then, and not in every episode, but ever so often, they would just have this depth of like, you know, I've been around for 900 years and you would just feel the weight of like the time they've spent in the universe and all they've seen and done. And I feel like they didn't give her those moments as much as I would like. Like those are the things that hooked me about, you know, the show, Doctor Who. Um, and I guess I just wanted more of them in this episode. Uh, not in this episode, in the season. Uh, so, who's your second favorite companion? Uh, it's probably the. Oh my god! I knew her name three seconds before you asked that question. Uh, Yasmin, maybe. Yasmin, yeah. Yeah, she's pretty great. So she's the police officer. Yes. But who's doing like traffic cop duty at the beginning of it and wants to be doing bigger, heavier, hardier work, and then she gets to tour around the universe, which is pretty big and heavy and hardy. That's pretty the awesome. Universal police. <laughs> exactly. Um, did you have a favorite episode of the season? It was probably the, um, 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 what's the one with, uh, India and Pakistan? Oh, that was Demons of the Punjab. The Demons of the Punjab. Yeah, that was pretty great. That was that a was, great that episode. Was good. I feel like that, like, kind of did what Rosa was partly trying to do, but, like, this one did it better. Well, it definitely, lot, educated, lot it definitely educated the audience about, yeah. you know, history and things that have happened on this earth. Maybe it's because, like, we knew what was happening in Rosa because we live where that stuff was happening. Right. We live in the Southern America, but we didn't, like, know about this. We were that's educated. Right. The Punjab, India, Pakistan, that's exotic to us because we're not used to it. But this is a British television show, and they are used to that because, you know, the Britain, you know, they were colonists in India and Pakistan. For better or for worse, a lot of worse. 
A lot of better too, probably. And we got um, good spices for food. <laughs> we did indeed. Um, but you know, we so that would not have been as while. exotic to them as it was to us as Americans viewers. While the Southeast United States to a British viewer would be extremely exotic. Um, so that's, that's probably part of part of what's going on. Um, I think my favorite episode was just this recent one that we watched, the New Year's Day special. Well, yeah, that was that may have been my second favorite. Yeah, that was pretty great. I thought it had everything you kind of look for. There's a lot of danger. We a lot had Daleks, high stakes. High stakes. You saw some romance between the. Uh, it's also like it's good. Like some Doctor Who's good. Uh, good for is going from like low stakes to high stakes very, very fast. Can you think of an example? What do you mean? Think about how in that same episode, like there was a plot point about I can't remember his name, but him meeting his father. That was very, like, down-to-earth and low. They were at a cafe, same episode. They can be fighting to throw an alien creature who has taken control of a body into, the, into a star. Right, okay. So, yeah, exactly. Moments of extreme action and danger, and then these quiet moments that also have emotional danger in them. That was pretty cool. We saw Ryan's dad, who has been you know a non-fixture in the entire season, and only he's been a fixture in his absence. So like, where is your dad? You know, why does it, why don't you have a good relationship? And I love that they brought that back and brought him into it. And I thought uh, the actor did a great job also. But I, I dug those like quiet moments in the cafe where they're talking and trying to figure out their relationship. And you know, there was no bad guy. There's just mistakes that were made, which is kind of how it is in real life, right? Yeah. Um, Wait, no bad guys in real life? <laughs> well, nobody thinks they're a bad guy. Oh, yeah, you no. Know? So, like, they're just, you know, if you, if you take, you know, if you reduce any of our lives to, like, a, you know, a 60-minute television show, you could definitely have one where I'm the evil guy, you know? You probably haven't been there yet, Hank, at 12, but, you know, you're going to do some things in life that you're going to regret, and <laughs> you're going to be a jerk. You're not going to want to be a jerk. I mean, I know I'm the villain of this podcast because I'm constantly throwing references I don't explain into it, constantly <laughs> yeah. ruining the flow. There are only good guys on this podcast. Um, but, you know, so like, I, uh, I've, I've lost my train of thought. <laughs> <laughs> but Maybe that's the true villain. Oh my gosh, that could be. We're talking about the low stakes, high stakes. So what are you thinking? So, uh, so what are you thinking for the next season? Is what's going to happen? I think they're going to they going to keep all the companions again. Are we going to kill anybody off? I think it's going to be a while before they kill anyone off because I feel like as like a writer, you have to like spread your wings and kind of get used to it before you can make any big series changing things. That's interesting. So, and that's kind of the argument for that first. Uh, like Star Wars Episode 7. Is it Episode 7? Yeah, Episode yeah. 7, where they basically like, okay, we're giving the fans what they want. This is the same... I mean, some of them. ...building blocks, some of them, you know, kind of thing. And then later, we can, you know, diverge from that. So that's similar thought. And but and I, I get that. And again, it's not like any of the episodes were awful. I didn't have any one where I was like, oh, well, that was bad television. It just wasn't... It didn't didn't make me love Doctor Who. And if I didn't already love it and I watched this season, I don't think I would understand what the big deal is about this television show. Yeah, I think that's true. Um, did you have a least favorite episode? I did not. I don't think either of us liked the Ghost Monument that much. 
Yeah. Because I feel like we, I mean, we did on our podcast, we could not remember what <laughs> yeah. happened. That may have been because we recorded it like two weeks after it was released. That probably didn't did not help anything. Uh, but I did like, like I like Demons of the Punjab. I like Kablam. I like the what is it the Saranga conundrum with that evil <laughs> kind of thing that eats evil everything. Porg. Poor gremlin. <laughs> exactly the poor gremlin thing. Um, the poor Battle Kim. of Ranscor of Kolos. So that was the uh, that was the season finale, and all season you've been saying or been asking. Uh, you so know, where's our reoccurring villain? Right, because that is another thing we like about Doctor Who. Is, yes, it's episodic in that, like pretty much each episode wraps up. You know, have a beginning, middle, and end. But oftentimes there's this continuing season storyline as well that we really didn't have as much in this year, this season, I thought. But they brought back the big bad from the very first episode, correct? Yes. And what? And also was kind of like a tiny bad, like influential baddie in the second episode too. Right. And I did like how they... They basically made it where the Doctor and the Companions kind of created this evil god kind of thing uh, by by him not being the supreme leader because they defeated him in season one. He ends up being worshipped by this race of people who live millennia, but there's only two of them, which is kind of in, insane and but cool. That's like I like that idea. That's a very fun fun idea to think about. Um, so they did kind of try to bring something like that into it, but it just I don't think it just it just didn't go great to me. But I'm curious if anybody else, like if y'all are listening to this, like did you like this season? Or did you love it? I mean, did I've seen it? some of them on like the worst of 2018 of television. Yeah, and I think that's, I mean, that doesn't, yeah, I can, I can get behind that. Mainly because the expectations were so high. Because one, it's Doctor Who. It's been a great show for a long time now. Two, Jodie Whittaker is awesome. Three, Chris Chibnall with Broad Trust did a great job with that show. So there's no reason to think that this would be anything less than spectacular. But it wasn't spectacular. The Witches episode I kind of liked. And the Witches one felt a little on the nose. Yeah? What do you mean by Because remember, like you, when we were watching this, you made fun of it. And we will bring hatred to the world. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The- was not exactly a complex. It's like complex character. There. Hello, I'm Mr. Villain. Villain, I will be villaining your villain. Yeah, even. there's certainly something to that. No redeeming qualities at all. <laughs> I don't even think I'm good. It's like in Batman and the Robin. Batman and the Robin. Batman and and Robin. <laughs> speaking is English. And where he's like, oh the vil- oh the heroes are here. I'm villainy villain McVillainster. Yeah. It's not exactly subtle sometimes. And sometimes that's okay for some stories, but with Doctor Who we expect some layers of complexity to make it better. Um so anyway, so let, let's hope it gets better. Again, the uh, New Year's Day finale I thought was really good. I really enjoyed it. And so maybe that's the direction they'll go in in the future. Uh anything else to say to wrap up? This year of Doctor Who. <laughs> yeah. Um TARDIS looks cool. <laughs> yeah. I don't like the way the TARDIS looks. I know you I don't either. 
I do like I, don't know I do what those like weird the, little like arch things Sonic, going over the top of it. I do like how the Sonic screwdriver looks though. I do like how it looks, but also now, but it feel like I don't like how it's turned into like a catch-all because she designed it herself and like it just does well, it on. does so many more things than a normal Sonic screwdriver does. It's like a sonic uh, screwdriver combined with like Spock's tricorder from Star Trek. That's always what it, it did. Like, I don't remember it. I mean, it. Think about like this. she clicks and it's like, oh, like his heartbeat is like I don't know. It felt like it felt like it was doing more things than it's uh, uh, usually done. Previously, I, I think it has done the same. Yeah, we might we can disagree to disagree. You know, you know the, the first sonic screwdriver, all it did was unscrew things, unscrew and screw things. That would make sense. It's a screwdriver. I would like a sonic gun. Sonic gun? Why is that better than just a Captain, gun? Captain Jack Harkness. They have a Sonic gun? Yeah, remember? He, no, it, I don't remember. Doctor, I wouldn't ask that if I did. And the doctor replaces it with a banana during like the... <laughs> yeah, I do remember that. Episode. Yeah. He like takes away like the floor and ceiling. Oh, yeah. Well, that was good. That was good. That was good. I'd like that. All right. So we, are we going to address as uh, Doctor Who for Dragon Con? Mm, I don't, remember you kept wanting like you're like this is going to be the last year we're able to have a good Rick and Morty cosplay that was last year I think, yes I think we could do it this year though I think that'd be good I think you're saying that like I think this Dragon Con maybe we can do multiple cosplays true I was thinking for the parade uh, that's the main one yeah we probably should do something maybe Doctor, maybe you could be Graham and no, I, I could, could do Graham I could pull off Graham I think I can pull off a Jodie Whittaker Doctor I totally, totally you could. Yeah. Yeah. All right, we'll think about it. We'll talk about it. Um, yeah, so that's it. Um, kind of a mediocre season, but trending trending well. Anything else to say, son? We should probably close it off with another Doctor Who song. All right, so this is Alice on Culture, our version of the Doctor Who theme song. I'm going to hum. What are you going to do? I'm going to just go. All right. A one, two, three, four. Do, 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 do. Thank you for listening to the Owls on Culture podcast. Our theme music was recorded and assembled by Marine Serzier and Antoine Harath. The show is produced by Pinecone Turkey. To learn more about Pinecone Turkey, visit pineconeturkey.com where you can read the latest blog posts from the Owls on Culture hosts and sign up for the Flock email, a twice-a-month newsletter that delivers a short film, poetry, a short story, and visual art right to your inbox. It's your monthly dose of art curated by Pinecone Turkey. If you'd like to support the podcast, you can do so by leaving us a rating on iTunes. Thanks for listening.